Warning, if you listen to the Hideous Laughter podcast, you know that we like to delve into darker subject matter. However, this show will contain subject matter that is even darker than what is normally in the HLP. There are themes such as extreme gore and torture in the evil interlude. So, listeners, if that is not your jam, please continue to tune in to the regular episodes, but maybe give this one a skip. Otherwise, enjoy the evil interlude. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the HLP Evil Interlude. Woo! Oh, that Let's was go. cute. Yeah. So Steve, I see you're over there in full saw attire. It's not quite full, but it's pretty close. I got my my hat and, and gloves. I also have my choker on. Um, what can I say? If Emily can dress up for Doctor Saloon slash Malice. I can dress up for this too. See, I think this is every GM's dream is to get people to get their players so excited to play a character that mm-hmm. they just dress up as them every time they play them. Yep. That's the only reason I'm dressed up like this. That's what I have in you guys. <laughs> is that the only reason? Yeah. For the yeah. people, you know, hitting my DMs up. Uh-uh. Don't even try. Oh, that wasn't it? That wasn't why you're wearing a tiger stripe choker? <laughs> or actually, that was related to this. This is, this, is very, this is a very happy coincidence. It's not even a part yeah, of the song costume. You just wore that to work today. Yeah, happy coincidence. And sparkly gloves. Yeah, they're nice. So, before we get into the drinks, I want to announce an HLP first. First time ever we've done this. We got our buddy Chris playing a character. In the evil interlude, hey, Chris, how's it going, buddy? What up? Doing good. Not worthy, but glad to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs> We're not bringing bird points to first edition, so take those off your sheet. I thought we had... Okay, fine. I mean, if you can find a bird in the prison, I might give you a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I will roll perception. <laughs> if, will... You go, like, if you go off for the rest of the party searching for birds in the courtyard, yes, I'll do bird points. It's like a side quest. So we got Chris on here, and it's super exciting. Who are you playing today, Chris? I am playing Mathis, the uh, the prison break buddy that Saw went in with last episode. So, yeah, babe. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got a couple of big encounters coming. I didn't want to have to play on your side too, so um, you know i I outsourced. I outsourced to Chris. Whether that's a good idea or not, we'll see. We'll we'll hear we'll hear the uh, backlash of this. So, let's go in traditional order. Steve, what you drinking, buddy? Thanks, Griff. Tonight, I will be drinking a beer from BrewDog. It's a tall boy. It's their Cannon Blast American Pale. It is uh, brewed with the Columbus Blue Jackets in mind. I'm going to give this a sip. Haven't tried it before. I like it. You know what? It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. Yeah. Speaking of people I like, Brooks, Oh, what you drinking, baby? Thanks, Griff. I appreciate that. You know, it was really nice to hear that uh, the Blue Jackets first did the Vives, and now they're doing BrewDog. They're branching out, That's man. That's nice. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. But I am drinking a vodka and Welch's sangria out of my uh, sippy cup, of course, because I'm still not allowed glass. But it is uh, very robust 
and flavorful. Brooks, when we're in our 40s, you will still not be allowed glass in my home. <laughs> Just well, so you know. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be dead then. Yeah, speaking of yeah. dead then, <laughs> someone I'm glad isn't dead now because, hey, we have a voice for another PC. Chris, what you drinking, buddy? Well, I'm drinking a Pulp Patriot by uh, BrewDog. It is the milkshake milkshake IPA that I brought over to your yard. Ooh. It's a juicy crack. Chris, tell me, are milkshake IPAs kind of your go-to at this point? You've been I drinking just, a lot of them. It's a, uh, I think it's, a, it's just a special treat. You don't see a lot of them in the stores. This is the only one that I could find in our like local local store. So glad to have it. Speaking of the only one I could find at my local store, and now we're dating, Haley. What you <laughs> I really thought you were going to set yourself up with the juicy crack. <laughs> the juicy crack. No. Oh. I'm not going to go that far. More like you didn't think of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually drinking a milkshake cider, uh, a blueberry clouds milkshake cider from Embark Crafts. Well, I guess speaking of milkshakes, Emily, what you drinking? Huh? Come on. <laughs> Nothing milkshake related. I have a chamomile gin and tonic again today. You're really vibing off of those. Yes. I have a two liter bottle of tonic and a whole bottle of the gin, and it's taken me a while to get through. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that she like loves them or anything. It has everything to do with the fact that, that like that's what she has. That's what she's bought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, uh, it's a good night to have a problem. Seems like you have one. <laughs> Speaking to someone else who has a problem, hey, it's me, Griff. I'm drinking straight bourbon. We'll do so for the rest of the night. This is a Woodford. And, well, I think it's going to lead us nicely into going to jail. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at tonight. So, it's been a little bit since we've had our last evil interlude. We're doing these in kind of longer form sessions, but sporadically spread out every two months. This is actually the closest together we've done them though, because, um, because we usually wait for the holidays, I guess maybe Halloween to Christmas might've been closer, but you guys remember where we were at? You're in jail, Steve. Yeah. I had two months to think about this and, uh, this might have not been my best idea to volunteer, but you know what? Volunteer for prison? Yeah. You know what? I just got to make the best of it. I'm going to have a good day no matter where I am, Griffin. And today's going to be a good today's day. Today's going to be yeah. a real damn good day. I get it. I get it. So we find ourselves in two separate places at the moment. Saw and Mathis have been arrested. We finished the last episode the party gathered some information about Dunrock Prison in the city of Vire. And then Mathis and Saw committed a murder in the middle of the street to get arrested and sent to Dunrock. Your task is to find out some information about what happened to a wizard named A, a wizard that Oren Vrood is looking for in order to decipher the Carrion Crown. Where we enter is on the scene of Saw and Mathis's incarceration. And I imagine that 
Ed Turner, Nana Opal, and Vivian Malice are in the crowd watching this happen. It is evening, and the commotion is palpable in the street as... I believe it was Saw basically dropped the head of a chelish politician in the streets, pronounced his name, and was carted off. So, Saw and Mathis want to sit to the side for a moment. Viv, Ed, and Opal, what are you guys doing? I mean, right now we're all in the crowd, right? So, uh, to blend in, um, Nanopal is just going to make some mummerings like, Oh my, I can't believe they would break all the rules of the city like that. <laughs> so meticulously. So <laughs> I, I definitely am glad I don't know them. I am an upstanding citizen. And she'll just, as she like kind of walks around and tries to gauge the general vibe of the crowd... Uh, to see if they're willing, if they're like going to be kind of dispersing soon, or if this is a like "whoa, too much" thing. If that makes sense. Uh, it seems like the crowd is following. So oh. uh, as as Mathis and Saw are escorted, kind of shackled, and then and then have bags put over their head and are taken down the streets of Vire towards the docks. I think the crowd is somewhat following them, at least to the docks. Trying to see if anything happens, trying to see if there's any resistance, that kind of thing. Oh, there is. It's a big mess. Oh, you're resisting arrest? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like the general, like, thrashing around and stuff, not like... You get a couple <laughs> shocking grass to the back, stop resisting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in that case, Nan Opal would stay behind in the crowd uh, and say something along the lines of, my old bones can't take this, uh, and stay back and kind of scope out where she next wants to go. Okay. Uh, the rest of you, are you following the crowd? Or are you staying back following Nana Opal's cue? Vivian watches as the crowd and her two companions leave with it, but she'll stay back by Nana Opal and won't actually follow the crowd. Okay. And Ed? She would also stay back. Praise Grotus. And then uh, he's gonna search out a local shop okay. of, of local goods. Um, you wanna make me a knowledge local? Or you could make a diplomacy to ask around. Oh, hell, hell yeah. I diplomatize. Awesome. 21. Okay, with the 21, it's actually going to depend on what you're asking for. Uh, I can give you quick information from a diplomacy check, but it's really going to be like, are you, are you asking for the shop, the nearest shop with potions or like the nearest place where I can go into the basement and hire three succubi to suck me dry oh no I, I don't have that kind of money okay. uh, <laughs> definitely just a general general shop where I can buy buy a wand so like a magical shop yeah 21 yeah. is more than enough to know um, literally on the same road you're on if you continue towards the center of Vire about three streets You'll, uh, right on the corner, there will be a shop with 
regular magical goods. It's not going to have like crazy magics, but it should have what you're looking for. How long does it take to craft a potion? I think it depends on the potion. I haven't looked at my crafting rules in a while because we don't use them in the regular campaign, but do you have craft potion? I have craft alchemy at a plus 19, so I figured I should use it. Or is that not the same? Oh, that's not the same as potion, though, is it? Brew potion is like a class feat that alchemists get. You could get it as a feat as well. Which is a feat I have, yes. Okay, so if you have the feat, yeah, it would be your craft alchemy, but it would be to brew a potion. It takes two hours. Okay. You could certainly do that in the downtime. I, I don't know what your plan is, so... I would. Uh, I can I can use my craft alchemy or my profession cook and try and find a, a lab I could use. Okay. So why, <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we settle the magical item thing first, and then uh, we'll, we'll look into the finding a lab. Vivian will be all about that. Okay, I'm sure she will. Let's see if she doesn't kill anybody between now and tomorrow. No promises. So at the magical shop, uh, you, you walk down the street. It's pretty apparent what shop is the magical shop. Um... It's called the Glimmering Blade, and you can you can kind of see from the sign. It looks like uh, it has some sort of glamour on it to make it look a little more flashy. You know, I actually just realized that I don't have enough money for for a regular <laughs> one. Uh, I do. Vivian would give you money for it. I, I assume the three oh, of you go okay. together to this place. Um, what are you guys looking for? Is did the shopkeeper leave uh, with the rest of the crowd or no? The shopkeeper's inside when you enter. Okay. Oh, hello there. What do you desire? My request is simple. I just need a wand of cure light. Oh, that is so simple. I'll grab one for you from the back. Would you like a... What, what caster level are you looking for for this wand? You know, I, uh, it's quite unfortunate, but uh, just uh, the the lowest level. Oh, would, the would basic. Yes. Would you like uh, full charges or partial charges? What uh, What is your budget for this? Why, it's definitely going to be... Full charges. Oh, please. full 50 charges. I can certainly find that in the back. We have one ready to go for you. Let me just um, rifle around for a moment. I'll find it. And he leaves to the back, comes back out with a um, dark oaken wand. Appears to be what you're looking for. Anything else, my friend? You look like an adventurer. You might need some sort of, I don't know, magic potion. Maybe another wand. I could give you a discount if you're buying in bulk. You know, another wand could suffice and be quite helpful. A disguised self, would you please? Oh, you're looking to figure out if you look like someone else, are you? That's interesting. How many charges would you like? Fifty would be grateful. Fifty charges, big spender. You will receive my bogo fifty, of course. 
Well, Let me you. just go into the back and make sure we have that in stock. I wish I would have gotten this deal earlier. <laughs> well, I do this once every two months, I believe. This is my clearing house sale. I wish Feel I free had, to come back here. I wish I had this deal around character creation. <laughs> <laughs> so he would go to the back, come back with uh, 50 charges. This one is more of like a purple heart uh, wand that he hands to you. And um, it kind of has some, like, gold etching. It looks fancy. This will do quite nicely. Well, that will be uh, 1,100 gold, if you please. Vivian walks up to the counter, pulls out her purse. Here you go. Thank you. My dear, I do not mean to be rude, but... You you may get some good use out of this uh, disguise self wand. It seems um I don't know what you've done with your hair and your face on that side, but now now the disguise wand's for me. I want to be young again. Oh well, <laughs> for what purpose are you going to one of the uh, all male brothels on the street here, or do you, you don't need to know my business? Well, I like to get to know my customers. But that's fine. I, I won't pry. She would uh, sashay away. Mm, look at the donk on that old lady. You are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get a couple of wands. And when you exit the shop, the, the road seems relatively clear. The, the street that you were on. Most of the people have, at this point, completely headed to the docks to to watch this arrest and, you know, the fanfare around that. So, are you talking to each other? Are you discussing a plan, or are you doing something else? Well, favorite sound in the whole world. Um, I definitely uh, think we're going to talk plan. Uh, and so far, I think it's pretty solid. I, I think that uh, our characters need to go somewhere as quiet and private as possible to talk about the plan because I am worried about all of the people that are constantly around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turner basically has like a, you know, stay as long as you like at the um, at the previous brothel. Where you guys, uh, where he got the he better. succubi <laughs> services. So if you'd like to go back there, it's relatively close. And, um, you know, he has a room and everything. All right. Yeah, we'll go to his mm-hmm. room. Nice. That's what I would <laughs> You're say. You're also horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you have the other suite, like the um, Lazaro who saw and Mathis killed had the suite on one wing of the building and Ed has the suite on the other end of the building for spending as much as he did. It's basically, uh, you know, the package is kind of, you spend this much, you have the services from these extra planar beings and also, you know, you can stay here for however long you're staying. All right. They uh, go back to, man, I'm an awful person for forgetting the name of this, but they go back to the the brothel, and uh, he he probably walks pretty quickly through it. No reason to make himself any any more known than possible, and uh, it's a get in get out type of okay, situation. So, yeah, he heads right upstairs. 
Yeah. And you two follow, and you yeah. guys are relatively unnoticed. This brothel is expensive enough in general where there's not a huge, like, lobby crowd. You know, the, the continental breakfast crowd doesn't exist in this place. Okay, yeah, so when, when we get up to the room, let's talk plan, guys, because what the fuck are we going to do? If we're going to make it into this prison without being prisoners, I think we might need to disguise ourselves. The only others that really go through are the guards. Oh, well, you're absolutely correct, and I do believe they are a necessary part of our plan. And I could have sworn this room was soundproof, but it's a you know, it's a bit distracting. The walls are pretty thin, apparently. <laughs> We're but, in a brothel. This is the only time I'm ever going to be able to play the triple X sound set. <laughs> it's just it, that loud from the succubi den. It honestly sounds like a dog. Rather than any of that. But anyway. Well, yeah, maybe that's what you sounded like last episode. So, we take some day shift positions stay the night use our newly acquired friends friends. I always love a following so at this point and it's just GM curiosity Haley what can Nana Opal do now that she's scarred a couple of the um, a couple of the guards what can she I know you said she can make them drunk again. I'm curious if there's other stuff you can do. Is it just like channeling your hexes through them? So I um, now have the, basically they're affected as if it's the scar hex as whole um, for the same number of days equal to the level. So, you know, a week. A week, yeah. Uh, Except that at extended range, I can only use harmful hexes on the creature. Oh, good. So that's a... So I'll just be expecting your harmful hexes to come through here. Yeah. So yeah, I can only affect them negatively. Um, and those negative effects could be anything from my tricky treats hex, such as uh, I could, you know, make them hallucinate. That feels like a negative thing. Um, I could intoxicate them. Um, I could also... Um, sleep is kind of both positive and negative. Um... So not sure that's uh, going to be a GM ruling. Depends on if you're Bill Cosby or not. Okay, oh, we're going to move point, right past that. We're going to just nightclub that out. <laughs> All right, so um, other negative hexes that I also have are uh, Evil Eye, of course, classic. Misfortune, of course, classic. As well as my No Place Like Home actually does have a negative um, effect to it. Uh, so those, I think, are all of them. I also have a hex that is um, Swamp's Grass, and I can just entangle and uh, create and call and entangle Quagmire, but that doesn't affect a single person, so it won't affect them. Okay, okay. sounds good. So, game plan. Getting into the prison. You have four guards to negatively impact. 
you have some disguise self, you have, I assume Viv has some sort of invisibility type stuff. She does. I know. I played her. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? Remember that? Remember? So, why don't you guys discuss your plan, and then we're gonna move back. So, I think we go back to the same bar, where we know all of the guards hang out, wait for the day shift to finish. Or to arrive at the bar. Finish their shift and arrive at the bar. We talk them into, I don't know, coming back to the suite uh, and, well, take their disguises by force. Okay. And their keys. And their keys. And their keys. Uh, And then we uh, go back to work as them. Okay. So you head to the Forked Tongue which is the the bar that you previously spoke to the night shift guards and we had a um, a drunk guard conversation, I suppose we'll call it. You see plenty of guards here. Same uniforms as the night shift folk, but um, obviously different people. These, you presume, are the day shift coming here for a little after work chill sash hang sash with the boys um I would have liked to think that before Nana Opal left the room she would take some of the ash or whatever it was in the fire pit I would assume would be in there because it's olden times and that's how things were heated yep sure um and she would actually make sure her hair looked black because right now it is a bright silvery white and she will just stick right out. I know this isn't part of disguise right now, but I don't even think going into the bar right now as grandma again is a good idea. What's your disguise bonus? 8. It is 8. Okay. I'll roll that for you. Okay, thanks. All right. Um Ed would uh, approach uh, a group of three guards uh, sitting at the bar or table. Yeah, sure. Any there, group of three, really. At, at some of the tables at some of the bars. Table would probably be a little more intimate. All right, and he'll walk up. What a day. You know, I could use a round. Boys? Well, I'm sure thirsty. You buying? I certainly don't mind, you know. Oh, hell yeah! (laughs) Guys, it's fine. If he wants to buy around, just don't drink too much. And I'm not gonna lie, I am so tired out from... from last night, and I hate to leave... I... My, my room in, well, I'd hate to leave my room as, as it is now. I fortunately paid for services, but I, I just don't have it in me to use it, use them all. You boys wouldn't happen to even, you know, be interested, would you? 
well, depends on what kind of services you're uh, you're talking about. Well, uh, I've paid for every service about imaginable, so it's uh, the world is your oyster. I think he's talking about all-inclusive B and B. Yeah, well, we're in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you're staying in one of them uh, fancy brothels, right? Oh, only the best. Oh, uh, hell yeah! The stop the getting so excited, boys. Midnight, if I uh, remember it correctly. I'm so what are you from out tired of town? Out. The Midnight Splinter. That's. Absolutely correct. Oh, we could. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, boys. We we really. Well, there's some shit there. Here, uh, room sixty nine, and <laughs> oh, to be honest, <laughs> nice. I, uh, Don't get excited by the number, boys. And I specifically asked uh, a group to come up later and to join. Later on, uh, if you go now, you'll be able to start the festivities before the next group gets in. Awful generous of you, sir. I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't avail ourselves of a kind man's offer, but why don't you roll a diplomacy check so I don't think you're so sketchy? <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Alright, that is a 17. Yeah, that'll do. They're generally horny guards. They're down. DTF guards. I like it. DTFGs. Yeah. Alright, uh... So you uh, give them the description of where you're heading. I think they would head there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will... Uh, head nod to Nana and Vivian... Give them the signal that these are the guys, and uh, and wait for them to to leave while Ed is uh, still sitting at the bar, as to not make it obvious that he's following them. Sure, um, I do want to note that you have full control of these succubi for a time. They can't leave the Midnight Splendor, but. Succubi have, you know, abilities that could be beneficial, especially if, you know, if you don't want to cause a fight with these guys and you just want to take their belongings and and disguises them. Yeah. I think while they are uh, enjoying themselves, we could try to sneak in, take their clothes, and then have the succubi kill them. We don't necessarily have to kill them. Roll a knowledge planes if you have it. Yeah, sure. Can I aid him? Yeah, or you could roll your own if he's like kind of talking okay, about yeah. this. That's fine, I can. It's up to you. I, I only got, rolled a 10, so 21. I got I got a 20 total, so. Yeah, you guys would know um, Succubi have Dominate in their innate abilities. That's kind of like 
why Lazaro was drawn to them, you imagine. So these guards could be a non-issue for you. You don't even have to kill them. You could just have them dominated by the succubi to kind of just chill in your room until you... Oh, you know, that could even be be even better. That way we can just return the clothes afterwards. Like nothing ever happened. And then, yeah. Yeah, it'll raise less alarms too because hiding the bodies might be more difficult. So I imagine these guards head up to the room and you get there about five minutes later to make sure it doesn't seem like you're tailing them. You probably send a signal to the... um, to the matriarch to like send the succubi upstairs but as they're going you impart that like hey you're under my employ dominate these fools oh yeah uh he has not forgotten how much he paid (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to give you some of your money back here no 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 i know i know so you do so it's uh it's an easy dominate for them you have guards' uniforms. You know what these guards look like. And your your plan is that the next day you're going to try and head over with the day shift. Is that correct? Or are you going to try and head over with the night shift? Yeah, that's the game plan. Day shift? Yep, day shift. Okay. So as you're donning this new attire, we fade and we open back up on Dunrock Prison. Now back to the good part. (laughs) And we find ourselves in a row of cells. Now on the map here, you can see three cells towards the east. Saw is in the middle cell. Mathis is in the northernmost cell, and there's a an inmate in the cell next to Saw. The bags, you work them off your heads and, and see yourselves here. Greystone, dank, air, it's it's stale down here. As if there's no airflow from the outside world. You can easily see each other if you kind of stretch through the bars. What's happening? And also, welcome to Dunrock Prison. Oh boy, this is exciting. Um, So if I can just have about 10 seconds of of airtime here, because there's a not insubstantial population out of here that'll really appreciate this. Saw's like really fucking cut. Um, I, I got to assume in my mind's eye that he's wearing the like prison fatigues that are just like one big garment mm-hmm. and he immediately unzips it and just goes like shirtless and ties it around his waist with the uh, with the arms with the arms you're is this for you Steve this is for Steve I think this, oh, is, this, is, this is everything Steve ever wants to be part cat and cut exactly um <laughs> But now, now that he's like essentially topless here, uh, he's just like covered in these like nautical and sailor tattoos, and he has a big tattoo on his like right peck that is a uh, 
It's like a very like anime girl proportions cat folk pirate girl. Oh boy. Uh. Oh boy. <laughs> and he's got the like muscle V down down to his waist and it has like two big tattooed like cat paws on it. I thought I was going to let Saul live through this. But. Oh, and he also has like scar scratches down his back like somebody was raking him with claws while they were fucking. So, oh, okay. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for that. Um I'm pretty positive you only get that at the midnight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now we match. Midnight splendor. You got to you got to sleep with a succubus to get scars that deep. And scars your heart. So, (laughs) with that out of the way, you guys are in the prison. Mathis then saw then an unknown prisoner. You remember hearing as you were carted into the building while you had the sack over your head, one of the guards say, take them to the unruly prisoner wing. Okay, so saw because we can't quite ish see each other. Hey, Mathis, you okay over there? Had a bumpy ride in, didn't we? Mathis is uh, he's pacing the the cell, just trying to get a feel of the dimensions, and he's breathing in the damp air and uh, feeling good. He's just he replies, "There's something different about being here. I feel." Invigorated. How about how about you? I'm not normally one for cages, but I don't know. It seems like people like us might just fit in around here. I think so. And then he would, you know, try to stick a hand out to the, you know, if he, if he saw there was a person in the other cell, like through the bars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, saw you can see the hand. I give it a high five. <laughs> All right, nice. nice. So you hear a shuffling come from the cell to Saw's right. Oh, we have a neighbor. Who are you? I think that you must be new here. My name is Shala. I've been here a while. Shala. You've been here a while. How long is a while? I've lost count. Lost count. Lost count. You try to take a couple villages and you get shoved here. Well, we just killed one person, so you must be in the shit much worse than we are. Oh, wait, no, it was three people. Yeah, it was three people. Yes, three. I think that this is not new for you. You are a criminal. Well, how could you tell? And if both characters are standing at the bars, they can see each other pretty clearly. So Shala sees this, I don't know, kind of lanky tiefling with his fatigues tied around his waist. Not, I guess not fatigues, just prison garb. Um... What does Saw see? So Saw would see a very 
well, so it, it's it's an orid, which is those they're generally not super tall because they're rock people, so they're a little bit more stout. Sees, but like a one of the tallest orids uh, he has heard about or whatever, uh, standing strong at a five three. <laughs> nice. That is very tall for an orid. Uh, kind of a like the, the her skin is looks rough and and but at the same time kind of smooth the way that a a stone might look uh, with these patches these like kind of wild patches all over of this very bright almost gold glowing uh, crystal poking out through the skin and her hair looks as though it's uh, a flame of the same yellow crystal um, almost slightly glowing in the uh in the dark here and uh her skin although it's it's darker and um the the white are the um yellow parts stick out as she smiles uh and looks at saw you just see her like her teeth are also this glowing yellow like crystalline miss shala was it you know I heard from a guard before I got locked up in here that there was a rock-like woman in one of these cells and that you are, you are a bad girl, aren't you? You caused them a lot of trouble. They were not happy with you. I should be ruling them and yet they lock me up. It's unacceptable and I will not tolerate it. So you firmly don't believe you deserve to be in here? Of course not. I was born divine, and I was born to rule. Uh, Saul looks back the other way, because he's in the middle. His math is sticking his head out, his head out too. <laughs> yes, but I think he can't quite see her. He's Saul, does, does she look like an asset or a risk? Saul turns back, kind of eyes her up and down, looks back to Mathis, Guards didn't like her, Mathis. And I think we need to prepare for contingencies that we might have to get ourselves out of here. And me and you, we're pretty good at hurting lots of people. But we could hurt more people. That we can. Yes, I am a great ruler. I will be helpful. Turns to Shala. <laughs> Shala. We're, we're putting a little team together. A little breakout team. You've met two of us. There's someone in here who doesn't know yet they're part of this team. That's three. How do you feel about being four? I would be free afterwards. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yes. Hmm. Maybe we go our separate ways. Maybe we don't. We'll see. But I think you're going to be fun. <laughs> Shala, what is it you do? Saw and I, we melt flesh like butter. What is your skill? <laughs> I like this new Mathis. He's, he's right? Not really direct. <laughs> <laughs> Mathis is a straight fucking shooter. <laughs> we melt flesh like butter. That's right, how Mathis cool. always rolled from, from the beginning. That's how I remember it. As I said, I am a great leader. I 
have many powers. I can show you, but they're, they're quite harmful. I so. can't wait to witness them. I think you're right, Saw. <laughs> Today just might be a good day. Saw turns back to Mathis. <laughs> <laughs> Mathis, I'm really warming up to you. We're going to have a lot of fun together. And maybe we can just bring the sickness to this prison ourselves. And at this point, with all the chatter, a guard comes, and as you're gripping the edges of the cell and talking to each other, slams a billy club into your fingers. Ow, motherfuck. To get you back. And and when he slams one on, on Shala's fingers... You see the the club chips. Uh, quiet now. I don't want to hear any any fucking conversation. All right. I got a pounding hangover and I'm not ready to deal with this shit. This one is a bitch. Don't worry. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck you. So, Mathis, you recognize this as one of the guards that was talking to Nana Opal and Ed Turner the prior night. Wow, I can't believe he's just going to take all that foul language. (laughs) I'm used to it from this bitch in this cell. Why don't you step back, Mr. Uh, Show My Abs? What are you, tough guy over here? I am. My strength is very high. Uh, Dowdy, you look kind of lanky like a little bitch. I might just do really well here. Mmm... I've seen worse. I don't think you're going to make it in here, buddy. We'll see. We'll see. Why don't you stay at the back of your cage? He takes a step back. It's not like we're going to fight this guy anyway. Whatever you say, boss. You're in charge. You take a step back. And you guys are here. You guys are in... Dunrock. You're in the kind of the special ward of this prison where some of the more unruly guests are placed. And you notice, you can notice from peeking your heads out and kind of being quiet so this guard doesn't hit your fingers again, that these are the only three cells as far as you can see on this part of the block. You see that it turns to the west towards Shala's cell and it looks like a flight of stairs or a short flight of stairs heads to the east further in. Is the guard gone by now? Yeah. Hey Shala, you said you've been here a hot minute. Do we have schedules? Do we get to go to some sort of commissary I'm afraid if I stay behind these bars, I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do. And what I want to do is grab somebody and get the fuck out of here. We get but one break a day. We get to walk underground. We cannot see the outside. But this whole prison is split into cells and areas. The silent cells are to the west. If you are looking for a wizard that is where they'd be they do not know of my casting so they did not put me there 
the only real escape is through the caverns, and that's the Princess of Whispers. No one, no one comes back from her either. You go down there, and it's either escape or death. Shala, I'm gonna shoot very straight with you. I don't know that going down through the caverns is going to be our escape plan. We've got people coming from the outside. They don't know of any sort of caves or anything that connect. I don't know what their plans are yet. Maybe we should have figured that out before I got in here. However, they may be coming from above. I think our recreation time is when we're going to have an opportunity to raise a little hell. And maybe, just maybe, find our buddy. He goes by the name A. Do you know a man named A? No. Hmm. I worry as I think that we are the same. We are very, very good in combat. Not so good with the plants. Mathis, I think we're pretty good with plants. <laughs> Yo, my intelligence is a nine. How's your shrocken? Swing! I got a bad too. Mathis put points in a craft prison brew. (laughs) (laughs) Toilet wine? He's already drinking. (laughs) So how about this? We wait around till our little break. We go. We see what's good. There's an opening. Cause a little trouble. Cut loose a little bit, if you will. What do you two think? I, I'm with you, but as long as our main target is still the silent wing of this prison. Precisely. When it is time, I can make everyone around me that I hate feel horrible. Well, then I'm glad we're building our relationship now. And you are a criminal. And I do not trust you. Mm. But Touché. I don't hate you. Oh, that's a pleasant surprise. You should not trust me. I am in prison. I I don't. We're leaving with you, and then I said you can go wherever you want. But, but I don't think you're a good person either. Trust is not necessary for this relationship. Only... A common goal. Great. Beautifully put, Mathis. Okay. So you guys have this conversation, and as it was evening tonight when you were arrested, you spend the night in your cells. The next morning, we move to our squishier cast members. (laughs) Maybe. So it's morning now for the outside squad. What are your characters doing now that you've gotten uniforms and incapacitated some of the Dunrock guards, the keys of Dunrock? I, I, I think we show up for work on on time. So you're going to show up for work. You're going to use the wand of disguise. Yes. As we, right before we uh, step out of the uh, the room, 
That's so when we would do that, you can stand at the at the docks. Go ahead and make me a perception check. I'm great at that. Hell yeah! Three. Twenty. Twenty-four. What? Yeah, everybody but Nana Opal sees um, sees some people in the same uniform as you congregating on like the third dock. It looks like they're probably going to work. You guys had gotten word on on what the hours were, so you know you you knew about when to show up. So you see them. You probably follow suit. And file onto the dock and onto the boat. Go ahead and make me. Well, actually, I'll roll your disguise checks. What's everybody's bonus with the spell? Thirteen. What kind of uh, increase does the spell give you? Oh, uh, plus ten. Oh, eighteen. There is a, a an adjustment condition spell that you could add, but it's a plus ten. And Viv's at a plus ten. Yes. Are we making ourselves look like the guards we knocked out, or just slightly different versions of ourselves? No, we just put on their uniforms. That's I think you're trying to do. not look like... As spooky. As, yeah, as creepy as you guys are. Okay, so Vivian has, uh, with the disguise self, she removes and plays down some of the scars and kind of tones down her bright purple eyes, and she also fills herself out a little bit more so her face isn't so gaunt and she actually almost looks pretty in like a mature way. Okay. <laughs> pretty Nana mature? Opal, I imagine yours is mostly to look younger and... Nana Opal is Botoxing the hell out of that skin. Plump that shit <laughs> right <laughs> up. Plump. It is not at all. Uh, and uh, gonna go ahead and crop that hair and make it brown. Turner, oh. I think for you, you could disguise your kind of garb as a guard, you could kind of make your vestiges more like just this is Norgerber. If you oh, yeah. wanted to like kind of play up the hey, I'm a I'm a holy man as a as a prison guard still, but maybe maybe you'd be welcomed into like the medic wing and that kind of thing more easily. Absolutely, he was uh, gunning for that that route before, and he absolutely will do it now. Okay. Uh, just for your knowledge, I did not roll below a 13, so you'll be all right, nice. I think, for a little bit. How long does the spell last? Ten minutes a level, so I think only ten minutes. Okay, so maybe you surreptitiously, like, hit yourselves with the wand as you as you cross over. It is a 20-minute crossing. The waves lap at the ship, and you make your way across to, across Kilrak Bay to Dunrock Prison. And you leave the ship with the rest of the guards. I just got the ship going. <laughs> and, the, and the waves crash on the shore. It's a rough day out there. Wow, listen to those waves. But then it becomes calm as, as we're... Uh, the, the weather is going to clear up. The weather's going to clear up. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we've heard from uh, <laughs> meteorologists in, in Vire. And so you reach the island unbothered. What's the plan from here? We should follow people, right? Like, Yeah, I'd say yeah. we just keep on walking until someone kind of like either tells us don't walk that way or we are able to sneak off on our own. Um, sh- do you think that we should approach uh, I don't know, supervisor and like we are 
like say that we are assigned to the silent or well we wouldn't know the silent wing from the other but yeah you don't we really would, know the areas of the prison right. so then we can certainly say like we're, you know there's like a difficult area that is true do we want to I mean, assume that Saw is there? Yeah, you don't do know. To... You know that rock lady's there, I think, is is basically yeah. the extent of but your But we do know that, that Saw was, like... I mean, as watching the guards take Saw away, we might be able to infer? If we only know one area of the prison, we should maybe go with that. Because, like, if we can't call out another area, so if we say we're in the rough area... That's the only one we know. Otherwise, we'll look a little strange. No, yeah, 100%. Like, so, like, I think, but we need to ask some supervisor. We are assigned to this level today. So, I guess, where I'm unclear, were you guys attempting to actually fulfill a day shift, or were you trying to hide somewhere till night shift? I thought we were trying to hide. Yes. But we need, but to, we need like, to at least get, get in, in and get somewhere. We can't just like. I think we're in. Yeah, so you guys walk with oh. the rest of the guards into the front entrance. Do we want to just go prison? Go down to the basement then, and like, because we know that there's much less people there. You see, some of the guards head off upstairs and downstairs and through the doors in this chamber. You see, um, you see a door to your right, immediately to your right as you enter, and then you see a door to your left, uh, right next to the staircase, uh, two wide staircases heading down and up, and there's a reception area to your right, which has two guards manning it currently. And They're not guards you recognize. We did not see any of the guards, like, clock in, get a post. They just went off. You think the other shift might have already left or they're preparing somewhere in the in the prison, but you haven't seen them. They haven't crossed paths with you yet. I'm not saying the second shift. I'm saying all the guards we walked in on. They, like, don't, they don't appear to be clocking in. They appear to be going to their designated posts. Gotcha. They and didn't so need to check on anything. They didn't need to ask anyone. They just nope. went. Your confusion actually makes you stand out a little bit. That's what I. That's why I'd be worried about asking for like directives. Exactly. Then okay. you're 100 percent right. Then we wouldn't ask. So with that, would we want to just go straight downstairs? Yeah, I, I think so. Stride confidently. Yeah, yeah, and keep looking out for an area we could hide or kind of get out of the main thoroughfare. So as you head downstairs, a um, another guard in kind of the vestiges of Norgerber yells out to Turner, Where do you think you're going? We've got prisoners to heal. We've got guards to heal. What, what are you doing going downstairs? Make a diplomacy check. Silly me. You know, had a, well, had a long night. Uh, I'm coming right there. I'll be right there. 22. Well, I can help you sign in. I don't recognize your face, but you've got the getup. Are you, you new here? All right. You said uh, roll disguise? 
Well, he says he oh. he doesn't recognize you, but he can help sign you in. Your diplomacy was good enough where he believes that you don't really know where you're going. Right, right. Uh, you know, uh, been my first week here and still have the jitters and learning the system. Well, come, come, let's, um, let's get you into the, to the head healer's office and then we'll get you on, on bed duty and we'll figure that out. Uh, so he would lead you away. Are you following? Yeah, absolutely. And along with such, I certainly strike up a, a conversation Sure, so he leads you to this room on the far east. You can go ahead and place yourself with him. It's like about the middle of the map. And you walk into the office, uh, and, and the office has some symbols you can easily recognize as uh, Norgerber, the, the half-mask. Um, and... You're greeted by a woman. Oh, this is, uh... Gertrude. I don't know if you've had a chance to meet her. Uh, the head healer. She only She's only here in the day shift. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know what shift you've been on. I, I haven't met you. What, what's your name, by the way? This pause is awfully suspicious. <laughs> My name. Very well. Uh, you're right, I... I've been flipping back and forth between night and day shift as the orientation first week. My name is Ted Erner. Ted Erner. That's uh, Gertrude. Have you um, have you met Ted Erner? He's one of our newest healers. <laughs> oh yes, Ted Erner. Well, I haven't seen him myself, but look at those clothes. What a man of our, our good Gorbs, our good Norgerber. Are you ready for a long day of healing today? Because, well, we have that prisoner, Mac. I don't know if you were guarding him. He's all battered and bruised in the healer's wing. You look a little bit off. Are you okay, lad? Uh, you must forgive me. Uh, first, well... Of course, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm starting a new position. And, uh, but, yes, I, I'm very excited to start, start up. Uh, besides the battered and bruised, is there anyone that I should be looking out for or be suspicious of? Oh, no. Mac is the only prisoner. And we've got a few guards in there that need tending to, but, well, if I heard correctly, you're, you're working both shifts. We don't get too many split shift workers around here, but that's what the barracks are for. Hey, 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 Saul's a little hurt. Come heal him. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, the, bar the barracks are just upstairs. I don't know if you've used them this week, but... You're more than welcome to have a have a rest there. You've got two hours of your shift that, you know, as long as someone's guarding your area and, and we've got a couple of healers, you could go and take a rest if you need to. 
You know, I will be happy to take you up on that. And so did Viv and Nana Opal wait for Ed as he went off on this um, kind of side thing, or did they go downstairs? I think in order to avoid suspicion, they'd have to go downstairs. So they come downstairs in a room that that basically has a, a staircase that splits off. They both head to the south and down a long hallway, but Viv is tugged further um, further to the east, and Opal is taken to the north and then up to what looks like a guard's station. Viv, as you head head to the east, you come across some of the, well, the one guard that called you pretty the other night. You recognize him. Something else you recognize is your companions in the cells that are being guarded by uh, and, and being relieved, like this man is being relieved by the person you had followed down here. You could uh, almost say that he's relieving himself. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get relieved. Yeah. And he, he heads away. <laughs> um, you see, so you have the position of Saw and Mathis. I imagine you don't really try and give yourself away by uh, positioning towards them, but you know where they are. Nana, where you are, the guard that's sitting at the desk here regards you and motions towards you with hand signals. Go ahead and if you have linguistics, make it. And uh, let's just say I don't. Uh, you can make a knowledge local check. Uh, let's just say I don't have that. He's motioning at you. You don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I slip some uh, cool uh, baseball signals back at him because I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck's happening. You feel like you could hear a pin drop here. Yeah, I understand I'm in the silent area. I get it. I don't understand what he's saying, but I understand where I'm at and I'm ready to like, I, like give him a thumbs up and I'm ready for the watch. Okay. You see an empty cell to one side and a cell with a man that appears to be raving. He's moving around on his knuckles like an ape and is, you could tell he would be screaming if you could hear him and he's shaking the bars and he's, um, He's making a ruckus in the cell, but again, you can't hear any of this. Make a knowledge nature check if you have it. Uh, that I do have. Thank you. 12 plus 12 is 24. You can tell this used to be a man, but he's he's been tampered with somehow. He's a shell of a man. He seems more like a beast. You think maybe they put him in silent cells just because he would not stop raving. But you don't see another person here. Okay. 
Uh, so this is my post right now. Does it look like this person just sits here? Yes. It looks like they sit here. They are occasionally relieved if you stay here for two hours or more by another person who comes and takes their spot, and they appear to go further into the prison. I mean, right now, it's day shift, and we are being forced to work, so at this point, to me, it's, all right, let's work it. So I'm going to sit down in the seat and look like a good guard. Okay, so you and Viv each work for about four hours and are relieved and allowed to go to any of the guards' kind of recreation rooms. So I was just staring at Vivian for four hours like, she looks so familiar. <laughs> um, so you may go to the recreation room down here. Ed, you're relieved at around this time. And it's about this time that the new guards, the new more seasoned guards, unbeknownst to you, as you've been relieved, let the prisoners out to go downstairs. And so Saw and Mathis and Shala are released from their cells and clamped with something around their necks. Saw and Mathis, it stings. All right. Is there any way to know what this is? You felt this sting before, especially Mathis. It's a silver restraint. They know something of you. I know well what this material is, and they can tell what my heritage is by just knowing that this is around my collar. Saw so, you too. I, I hope you understand what this what this means. We're gonna go bare knuckles for a while, aren't we? We may have to. Cool. Did Vivian see them get collared? Yeah, I think you could have seen them get collared before you headed off. Does it look like the, like, how it's put on? Does she have something that could then remove it with, like, the keys that she took from the other guards? It looks like it has a lock, but you only have one mold. Well, we took the keys off of the other guards. The the guards that we took the uniforms from. Ah, uh, yes. So we have a ring of keys. You could try. Okay keep that in mind. Are you doing anything before, or any of you doing anything before you're relieved? I think, Ed, you're, you're tasked with taking care of this Mac prisoner, as well as two other guards that have been injured. I don't know if you want to ask them anything or... Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, during this relief period that, that um, he would probably be alone since he is the only one that's probably pulling doubles at the time. Is that correct? Yeah, that's fair. I don't think, I don't think they, you know, a medic in the room at a time seems reasonable. Somebody's up getting supplies while you're down there and vice versa. Okay. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to use enhanced diplomacy and, uh, and ask him a few questions here. Mac, you're asking? Yes. All right. How, uh, well, as a 20. Sure. What are you asking? 
Nell Mack, in order for me to uh, properly relieve you of your your pains and whatnot, you have to answer a couple of questions for me. Okay. I have heard about this prisoner named A. Uh, where can I find him? How does that have to do with me getting healed? Well, of course, it, it, it means that I can better stay away while treating the rest. You holding out on me, Doc? You squeezing me for info? I, I don't know any more than you. You're a god. It is my first week. You had to have heard something, you know. And this just means more medicine for you. I cross paths with him, all right? You gonna heal me up? I cross spots with him. They took me down. Down to those chambers, those caverns. They took me down there. I saw him. I saw him as we passed. They were taking me back up when they took him down. I listen, mister, I I got this poison coursing through my veins. I need some help, alright? You gotta you gotta help me quick, okay? I can't stand in this bed, it like itches under my skin. You got me? It hurts, okay? What what else do you wanna know? He gives them a little bit of solve and you've been very helpful the more the more helpful you are the more you'll get and tell me about these caverns where could they have kept him you knew right okay um they put me down there to teach me a lesson I think I was down there for maybe ten minutes before one of those huge fucking spiders came bit the shit out of me. Everything after that was a blur, okay? I I couldn't see, I couldn't feel, I was just burning from the inside, okay? Like, I, I don't got much more to tell you. They, they threw me down there and then I don't know why they brought me back up. So you're saying A is still down there? That's what I think. I cross pass on him with him on on the on the steps on the you know on the way down. There's nothing between down there and up here. Very well. A bit more solve. Yeah. Um I will do a I guess it would be a heel check to uh figure out what kind of uh poison he has. Sure. All right, he'll check it is. 23? With a 23, you can sense multiple venoms coursing through this man, but the most prevalent, the one that's taken the deepest hold, is that of a giant black widow spider. Okay. And another last thing before I give you the rest... The evidence lockers. Where where would they keep uh, these prisoners' uh, belongings? Why are you asking a fucking prisoner, buddy? I got no idea. You think if I knew, I wouldn't go get my shit? Well, I mean... 
You you knew. I'm I'm about to ask you over here. I feel a little bit better. You know, I'm like, hey, where's my uh, where's my thieves tools? Where can I get my diamond ring? Why is that all been taken from me while I'm in? Why am I getting thrown the fucking vicious spiders down here? I don't know. I don't know the inner machinations of your god mind. Well, you are uh, certainly correct in that you certainly shouldn't know know that. Uh, just making sure, really. Go ahead and make a diplomacy check. Or a sense motive check, actually, right there. Okay. 24. You sense he's not giving you the full deal. No. <laughs> Bless her heart for... For being as helpful as you have been. But as the healer that I am, I can uh, certainly make sure that you either go back to your cell, go back to the caverns, or leave here in a completely different condition. Make a bluff. Fourteen. You got him. Five on the die. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. Look, I I don't know where... I don't know where they're keeping the majority of stuff, but I do know this. If you were to go downstairs, there's a room only, uh, only the gods use, right? And, well... That's not where they keep all the evidence, but that's where they keep the items that uh, are kind of like, you know, what you want to keep. The nicest shit, right? Yes, and I think from a guard's standpoint, you've never heard of a little extra take-home for for my efforts, you know? But that is all for now. I'm, I'm out of solve him. Listen, it's, um, you know, if you, if you were right by the silent cells, you go up a little bit and then to the right. That's where that room's at. Up a set of stairs. That's where I seen him take some shit. That's all I know. I don't know where the main evidence locker is, but I think that's where they take some of the good stuff. All right. Um, if, can, um, Mr. Turner do a perception check to see if the, uh, if the rest of the guards have left or if he's alone upstairs? I mean, he could, he could walk upstairs and see. Or uh, I guess on his, on his floor to like open, open doors. And he's peeking through the door. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, go ahead and make a perception. Yeah. Killed it. Uh, 20. Yeah, you get the sense that uh, you can hear more so than see that there's guards, like, down at the guard post you probably recognize, and it seems like there's muffled voices coming from a couple of the rooms around this floor. It seems like there's guards aplenty up here, but maybe not so much in the hallway. Right, right. And so he would just peek into the to the other rooms upstairs that he doesn't hear voices behind the doors so that uh, and 
check out if the evidence is there, and if not, he'll move on to the next one. As you look out of the hallway, Ed, there's a there's another door pretty immediately next to you. It's as you exit the door to your right. I imagine you go towards it, and it's locked. As you proceed down the hall, you find most of the other doors are unlocked. One leads to a kitchen. You see the cook cooking away. Another leads to a dining hall. There's only a couple of guards here, maybe those that are taking a break. Uh, You wrap back around to the main lobby. In the main lobby, maybe you take the door less traveled. Nobody seems to be questioning you at this point. Uh, It seems to lead to a a room where a couple of guards are playing blackjack, not on duty currently, and you see a set of stairs to the north, and then that brings you back to the office of the, the head healer where you were introduced. You don't feel like you've explored entirely thoroughly, but you've seen all of the doors that the main hallway lead you to, and there's just that one that's locked. I think at this point, we sync up with the rest of the crew, and you get relieved after about two hours, so maybe you head back in to the room, treat a couple people, and are heal, or you heal them, and you're relieved. Are you guys trying to meet up somewhere? Are you trying to find out more information? What's going on? Hey, if uh, several hours have gone by, can I grab a night's rest real quick? You can get a night's rest from the last sure. night, yeah. Was Vivian, er, is Vivian ever alone with Saw and Mathis? I'll say briefly, like, the guard that's with you will get up and stretch his legs and kind of walk around the compound from time to time. You maybe have, like, five or ten minutes at a time. As the guard walks away, she'll try to watch to make sure he goes far enough, then she'll quick uh, dart back into that hallway, reach underneath her uniform, and pull out a uh, flask with some liquid in it, and very quietly push it through to saw. Ooh, okay. Um, hi, I don't know you. It's me. Drink it. It will heal you. Oh. Miss Vivian Malice, thank you very much. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Okay. 13 points of healing. Shala, this is my good friend. She doesn't normally look like this. She's very, she's a very, very good medical professional. We don't have much time, but we're all here. We're getting intel now. We have your back. Viv, I need my shit back. I need this fucking collar off me. And I need to find A. I haven't found him yet, but I did find a friend. So we're getting closer. The more the merrier. I'm sure the others have found good information. Keys in my shit, Viv. Keys in my shit. Vivian pulls out the key ring. Do any of them look silver? None of them look silver. But you have the one that was cast from the guy. Yes. And that was... You know from the guard that actually guarded this area. You try it, 
inside cell. Kachink. Okay, okay. Vivian uh, quicks peek, peeks down the hall again, make sure the guard isn't coming back, and then she'll go over to Mathis's cell and do the same thing. So she tries a key ring, doesn't find a key. That lets him out. Am I, am I still able to wear this collar with it unlocked? You're not like, wearing the collar while you're in the cell. Yeah. So you, so you, you, guys, okay. you guys, this is oh, kind of okay. happening like a little bit before you got taken out to the... I imagine you're not like going full prison break. Right no. Now. No, 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 no. Uh, so this is happening a little bit before you guys get taken out to go to the caverns to, you know, get exercise or whatever. So you're not wearing a collar. You just realize that like, you know, Viv can open your cell. I have the key. Okay. She can open my cell or my collar? I thought we were trying the collar. Your cell. My you cell. Oh, okay. 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 I was confused. So Viv has the key to your cell. Okay. Good to know. She keeps that one in a different pocket. Okay. She trying the um, the stranger's cell? She'll look to Saw. How much do you trust this one? Not at all. But I think she wants to leave just as much as we do. And I think she's she can hurt the same people we want to hurt. He is correct. Good enough for now. And she'll try each of the keys. Ka-chunk. So you need to figure out a way to get Mathis out. Looking at the lock on the cell, can she do a knowledge check to know how difficult that would be to pick? Sure. What kind of knowledge? Engineering. 23? Yeah, you think that's going to be roughly a DC 25 disable device check. You also know with that engineering check that while the bars are metal, the walls around all of these cells are made of stone. Uh, Vivian will look over, will walk over to Mathis's cell. I may not have the skill to get you out. And she pulls a small glass flask with uh, kind of metal encasing on it. I have this lovely creature that could eat through the stone if need be. In about ten minutes, you'd be out. I've been dappling in mycology. They're wonderful little creatures. When the time is right, that sounds perfect to me. Thank you for stopping by, Dr. Vivian Malice. It was very nice knowing that someone's looking out for us. And so... The three on the outside, I think they meet up on their break. On their break, they, they look for each other. They compare notes. They figure out some of the gaps. A is not in the silent cells. But Turner knows A's been taken downstairs. Viv knows how to get their allies out. And Turner knows where some of their gear might be. The issue becomes, where's the rest of it? But Turner remembers a locked door upstairs, the only locked door. Mathis and Saw bide their time and think about their new friend that they've met in the cells. And I think we're going to take a quick break before we continue the evil interlude. Despite all my rounds of rage, I'm still just a cat in a cage, Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) 